Hey, welcome to Amen, Brother Ben, once again. That rhymed. The podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We are being thankful this week, aren't we? Yes, we are thankful. We are thank. I'm repeating it so that you'll eventually be thankful. We're going to talk today about how uh, we can be thankful in all circumstances, and it all comes down to knowing who you are. You know that you can be thankful. And don't worry, this is not a be comfortable in your own skin. You are perfect the way you are. No, we're, we're actually not perfect the way we are, by the way. But we can tether our thankfulness to our identity in Christ. And so let me first and foremost say this. Um, this is not for you if you're not a Christian. This is not going to work for you. I mean, I want you to listen to this podcast. I think uh, I won't got to work and move through this, but you can't be thankful for your identity and who you are if you're apart from Christ. Because even though the world tells you love yourself first, even though um, you know the, the prevailing notion of the day is that you're you're fine just the way you are and you don't have to change, that's actually not true. Bible says that we are created uh, in his image, but our relationship with him is broken. And I'm thankful for the reminder that, you know what? There's something that needs to be fixed. There's something that needs to be worked on. And we have that reconciliation. We have that redemption uh, in our relationship to our creator through his son, Jesus. And so when we let that happen in our lives, this is not something we achieve. It's not like a level we unlock in a video game or something. This is just something we receive, right? It's something that we just, it's a gift that's given to us. All we have to do is hold out our hand, so to speak. We have to ask Jesus to forgive us of our sins and to save us from ourselves and to, to make us new. Um, and, and then he will, and he does, and he does it every time. It's, it's something he wants to do if we will ask him to do it. And then we get back to that verse that I quoted on Sunday. By the way, I preached about this, and, and I'm kind of just digging in a little bit deeper this week. Uh, to, to So you'll hear some of the verses uh, expounded upon a little bit more this week. Um, if you go back and listen to the sermon that we've linked below. Uh, but Ephesians 2.10 says that we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we would walk in them. So you want to know a little bit about your identity and how you can be thankful um, for that and how your thankfulness can be tied and anchored to that identity. You are a, you're God's workmanship. He created you. He, he, he's like, man, this is good. I've, I've put you together and I've made you to do good works. I've got ideas. I've got things I want you to accomplish. And you need to walk in them. And it's a lot easier for us to walk in those good works with him if we are thankful for who we are. And and so again, when you're this only works for you though if you are a Christian. Cuz then 1 Peter 2:9 tells us that we are a part of a chosen race. We're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession that we may proclaim 
the excellencies of him who called you out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. So we, we are a group of people, and it's not based on our race. It's not based on uh, a flag. It's not based on uh, anything of this world. It's based on the fact that God had, has called us out of the darkness and into the light. And, and so if you want to be thankful, that is the identity that you have to hold on to. So it doesn't matter if you're a part of the cool kid club at school. It doesn't matter if you're, you've got the position uh, that you want at work. It, it doesn't matter if you're the black sheep of the family or your mama's favorite. Right? Your identity is as, a, as this, this workmanship of Christ, this royal holy nation that God has, has actively pursued and, and loves. Uh, Romans 8 talks a lot about our identity, and it gives us uh, this encouragement. In Romans 8, uh, 12 through 17, it says, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, again, saying, hey, we're all in this together. He says, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. By the way, you let me just, let me just resonate. Let's, hopefully that resonates with you. Let me just say that again. You have no obligation, Christian, to do what your sinful nature urges you to do to do that's something to be thankful for right even though you may not believe it you don't have to do what your sinful nature urges you to do it says for if you live by its dictates you will die but if through the power of the holy spirit not your own power but the power of the holy spirit you put to death the deeds of your own sinful nature you will live for all who are led by the spirit of god are children of god so you have not, that's your identity. That's who you are. If you're led by him, if you are redeemed, by the way, if he's, how do you know if he's leading you? Well, again, he will lead you to be convicted of your sin, repent of that sin, put your faith and trust in Jesus. That's what God leads you to do. Cause Jesus says, I'm the way and the truth and the light. No one comes to God except through me. So there you go. Verse 15 says, so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. That's not your identity. Instead, you receive God's spirit. When he adopted you as his own children, now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. That spirit gives you that identity. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. That's your identity. But if we, but also notice this, and this, this is where uh, this may this is important for you to hold on to. If we are to share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. So you're like, yeah, you can tell me all these encouraging things all you want, Pastor Ben, but I am struggling right now. I am dealing with something right now. My life, is it, it sucks. There's no getting around it. I'm going through a tough time right now. So you're telling me all this scripture and you're quoting all these Bible verses and ain't got nothing for me, Pastor. What are you talking about? Listen. Here's the encouraging part. If we share in his glory, we also have to share in his suffering. If you are suffering right now, it's for one of two reasons. And I, I, we, can, we can turn this into good news. We can turn this into thankfulness if you will have the same perspective about both of these options as God does. Either you are suffering because of sinfulness, whether it be yours or the world around you, or you're suffering for his sake. Now, we can avoid some of that suffering when it's our own sinfulness. 
But here's again, the good news that you can be thankful for is right now, God may be speaking to you through the Holy Spirit saying, you're suffering right now because of some of your sinful decisions. But now that you know that there's a problem, you can let me fix it. Not me, but God, right? God's saying, listen, he, I, he is trying to show you a better way. God, God is trying to say, this is not how I designed this thing to be. And so your sinful thoughts, your thin, sinful attitudes, your, your sinful decisions, that it's not, if you're listening to this, it's not too late to turn that around. That you can repent, you can start making the adjustments in your life to be more obedient to what God has called us to do. And then you'll be blessed, and then you'll have even more to be thankful for. But even if your suffering is not your fault, it's the suffering of the world. I mean, it's the sin of the world that's getting up to you. It's, it's, it's bleeding into your life. Or you're suffering just for the mere fact that you are following Jesus. That is something to be thankful for. Because what happens is Jesus is saying, listen, that's proof that you're mine. That's proof that your identity is in me. And that means that, that even though you're sharing in my suffering, you're also going to share in my blessings. You're also going to share in this inheritance. And and any suffering that we, we endure in this life uh, because of Christ and because of our allegiance to him, we will be blessed a billionfold in eternity. That this is something to look forward to. So every time somebody persecutes you and oppresses you, because, not because of your own stupidity, not because of your own sinful mistakes, right, but because of his because of or because of of their sin and and because of your uh, allegiance to God, then guess what? You will be rewarded. You will be blessed. You will you will be sharing in his sufferings now, but be sharing in his blessings later on. And by the way, if you're suffering for your own stupidity, hey, you can change that now too, right? And so it's good news either way. We can be thankful. Why? Because of who we are. And if you if you don't have anything to be thankful for when it becomes your identity, maybe you can change that right now. Maybe you can turn your life over to Jesus Christ. You can admit to him, hey, I'm a sinner. I need you. My relationship with you is broken, and I admit to you that Jesus is the only way. And you can be thankful of what he did for you on the cross. The fact that he would die to make things right, to be that bridge to get you back in good standing with your creator and back doing what you were created to do and being who you were created to be. It's thankfulness all around, and it all has to do with who God says we are. So I hope you are living that today. AmenBen.com if you want to follow up with me. We'll talk more about thankfulness tomorrow.